All right. Um, let's take a quick break. Uh, one of the one of the feedback items I received is that we need. You received uh, feedback? Somebody listened? Huh? Oh yeah. Somebody? Well, my girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not like a random um, listener. Oh okay. no no no. <laughs> that would be exciting. That'd be that crazy. Would be, yeah. What was the feedback item? Is it that we ramble too long and trail off into non-humorous side? Well, that was part of it. Yes. Another part <laughs> of it was that uh, when when we cut to the to the musical breaks, we need to have a better cut point a lot of times. Because uh-huh. like I was saying, a lot of times we just uh, start slowly trailing off into things that aren't funny at all. So I had to yep. just sort of cut it off at some point. Yep. So yep. we should work on uh, noticing when that happens and, and, say, and saying, take a break. all right, we'll be right back. This is Man vs. Internet. Mm, I don't like That's that feedback. That's where I'll cut right there. I'm not, not going to lie. You don't like that? that? I liked it. I liked it when, you know, we said something and it, and it, and it just cut into the music. Mm-hmm. Well, I, like, I like that too. Yeah, as long as it's funny, that's the thing. We have to make and, sure we have lots of punchlines, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, see see myself manufacturing mm-hmm. a lot of punchlines. That's what she said. No. Let's take a break. In this episode of Man vs. Internet, Dan plays with an Android phone. I'm surprised by what's on Hulu, and the great postal worker training project begins. You can visit us at manversusinternet.com for show notes, contact information, and a link to subscribe in iTunes. And now, Man vs. Internet. Take it from the top. You recording now? You got the little green yeah, bar no, moving? Yep, the bar's moving, and then time is elapsing, and... I've mastered technology once again. Nice. Thank Show you. that technology who's boss. Uh, I, I do. So anyway, you invited people over for New Year's for some Guitar Hero. Everyone flaked out. Yeah, everyone flaked out on New Year's. Um, I, I mean, I can't really blame. One of my friends uh, apparently came down with the flu at the last minute. So uh-huh. I can't really blame him for that. But uh, yeah. my girlfriend works late, and so she didn't get home until oh, 11 o'clock at least. And so we didn't really even... Uh, we didn't leave until after midnight to a party we were going to go to. And we got there at like 12, 15, 12, 30, yeah. and, appa- and knocked on the door, and there was no answer. And she looks at me and says, oh, this is, this is a bad sign. Because <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a friend of hers who is apparently known for uh, passing out at her own parties. <laughs> and, oh, I see. And I sure see. enough, uh, they, were all, they were all in bed. <laughs> 12.30, party over, everyone in bed. I think, does that mean that we're old? Or is it just a, because you well, know parents, parents will go to a party and then midnight hits and they're like, well, that was fun. Yeah, it's, it's no, I don't think that's it because my girlfriend is a lot younger than me. So this was like people who would have been like, I don't know, 21, 22 years old, I'm guessing. So your girlfriend's friends are just lame. Yeah, basically. I guess so. And well, my wait, friends flaked out say... too. So it was just a, just a marathon of flaking out, I guess. Well, a couple questions. First of all, when you say went to bed, do you mean passed out, drunk from some sort of alcoholic-induced splendor, or do you mean like, you know, brushed their teeth and, and tucked themselves in and called it called it a year? Like that was a good year. Uh, go to bed. Yeah, that is not entirely clear to me. Actually, I I think there's more than one person lives in that apartment. So I think what happened was that the one girl probably passed out and everyone else just went to bed normally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, well, a little enough. of both. And then second, second question: 
How far in advance did you send out the Guitar Hero World Tour invite? That evening. Ooh, that's why. That's where you went wrong. Yeah. I mean, you gotta lock down those New Year's plans far in advance. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, I got the invite for mine. I don't know what. Probably six months out. In my defense, I did not acquire Guitar Hero until the 29th. Should have sent it out the 29th. Yeah. Should have been like, hey guys, I got Guitar Hero. High possibility the hardware screws up, but you should come over and play anyway. Actually, I've been having good luck with it. It, yeah. uh, yeah. Hardware works I, pretty I, well. I, uh, the red pad on my drums is a little less sensitive, so I'm, I went go. ahead and sent in for the tuning kit anyway. Because, I mean, come yeah. on, it's free. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I just got my tuning kit, have yet to tune it. But it worked fairly well for quite some time, and then I, I found myself missing more and more notes. Checked for stroke signs. That wasn't the case. Hmm. Decided that it was my red pad sensitivity. Ah, went away slowly, huh? Ooh, I didn't, I didn't know they would do that. Yeah, I, I, I didn't either, but uh, one day I was playing some Coldplay, and uh, lo and behold, my snare was my snare was gone. Hmm, I'll have to keep an eye out for that. Maybe it's just Coldplay. Maybe the drum kit just hates that, that Coldplay could be. song. I don't know why they picked that song. It's not. I'm not a huge Coldplay fan, but I mean, I know like three Coldplay songs, and that's not one of them. That I, always confuses honestly, me when they do that. That that drum that the drums on that song are a blast. They're quite fun. In well, my okay. personal opinion, I'll give them that. Yeah, I suppose I mean, it's got to be hard to pick songs that are fun to sing and play guitar and play the drums on. Yeah, I think that probably they just got to pick. Look for one, maybe two instruments that are really, really good in that song, mm-hmm. and then and then go with go with that if they can find it, and then make sure that the bass line is is horrible and tedious and boring. <laughs> is that I want to the... say ninety percent of the bass lines are just awful. Oh, that's disappointing. I, I have think not... that's true of the bass in general, though. You know. Oh, you mean in like even in like real bands? Yeah, yeah. The bassist is usually bored with. Unless they have an interesting name like Peanut or Flea. I think that you're mm-hmm. you're you're not gonna get a whole lot. You know, there's no there's no Pauls that are really awesome. Sure. Have really sweet bass lines. It might be good at bass. Might be a good band, but the bass lines pretty bland. Do you think that's because uh, bassists in general aren't expected to be as as you know talented, maybe, or is that just uh, a fault of the people composing the music? Uh, maybe it's just that. Maybe bassists you know, are just a dime a dozen, so people don't, you know, it's like, well, you have to have a bass line. Yeah, no you one have really to have cares. Unless you're the White Stripes, and then you don't need a bass line. That's true. But, ba- I mean, I don't know, maybe you got to put yourself in the position of someone, child, walking into the guitar store, what's the personality type that says, give me the six string, and what's the personality type that says, give me that one with a couple less? Yeah, that's true. Maybe, maybe they're just not as... You know, go getters. Maybe they went in with their friend. Who's it's a getting third a less exciting. Yeah, exactly. You know, unless you get the you know six string bass, and then it's a six less exciting. Well, then you're just then you might as well be playing a guitar. Minus one. I don't know. Did I say six string bass? I meant five. Oh, okay. Well, then you might as well be playing a guitar uh, and not using one of the strings. So, um, one of my friends got a G1 over, over the new year, the Google phone. Oh, yeah? Jeff, so, nice. And, yeah. thoughts? How was it? 
Was it uh, was it I, your I dreams it. manifested into a phone? Not quite. I didn't get to play with it very much because I. It was like the day after New Year's, and all of us were just kind of hanging out, and I was like, "I'm I'm gonna go get the Google phone." It was kind of an impulse buy. <laughs> wow, that's quite yeah. an impulse buy. I think I think he'd been thinking about it for a while, oh. but he actually he had talked about it, and I think maybe perhaps I pushed him into it because I was like, "We should go get that Google phone." He was like, "All right." Mm. Yeah, I could see like, that. That's I, I, I actually had sort of like that's how I bought Guitar Hero was sort of an, as an impulse buy, so I could see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I like pushing people into buying like gadgets and electronics that I'm not going to buy. Oh, yeah, definitely. Especially if you're going to be able to play with them then. Yeah, exactly. Hey, and so we were only in town You should go days. buy that Xbox 360 and Rock Band. Yeah, exactly. it'd be great. You'll yeah, love it. You'll also, love it. Uh, yeah. I'm going to be over here at your place every day. <laughs> but anyway, he got the Google phone. I played with it. Not a lot because I didn't want to like immediately take it away from him. You know, he obviously... <laughs> Sure. You gotta kind of hide that fact. You can't just make it obvious that you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I take the opportunities when he can't figure something out. He's like, like for instance, uh, I can't figure out how to use the email client, and I'm like, here, let me figure it out. I have no experience, less experience than you. In fact, you've been playing with it for the last hour. Let me take a crack at it, and then I will sit there and look through the you know, app store and download yeah. like nine or ten things. Hmm, maybe there's something to solve your problem here in, in the, the ringtones. <laughs> yes. Do you do you enjoy uh, Beyonce? Put put a ring on it. That's what your new ringtone is. Get it? Ring? Ring on it? Yeah. Brilliant. So so that's I had to wait for those op op ends so I could jump jump on the but I played with it and it was pretty much uh, I mean, it was good. It felt good. The hardware was good. The, the screen flip out seemed almost violent, but like authoritative. Like, <laughs> An assertive phone, perhaps. It's very assertive. Like my phone, I slide, I slide out the keyboard, and and it like kind of you know if I don't put some force behind it, it's not gonna go. I got to keep pushing the whole way. Mm. The Google phone, similar to like Sidekicks, you know, you you, you start pushing on the on the screen and it, it, it like crack out keyboard available all right they, they want want you to start typing um so that and was spring nice. loaded then, yeah, yeah probably a much more accurate and short-winded <laughs> way of describing this the, uh, the i don't know i've never played with a sidekick so i don't know what that but i'm assuming what you're describing is like spring loadedness it's probably the case and you know so that felt good but like i played with it for a while it was pretty cool but just as, as with my phone when i got it about 10, 15 minutes into playing with it, I'm like, hey, I'm not sure what I can do on this now. Like, I looked through oh. the apps, I found, found the one I thought you I were going to say the battery was dead. Oh, no. <laughs> no, that was that was 15 minutes after that. Uh, so Solid half but, hour. Yeah, I'm sure it's a great phone, and uh, <clears throat> I'm still looking forward to getting Android on my phone eventually, but mm-hmm. uh, 10 minutes in, I was bored. I, I, I expect phones to entertain me for some reason. I also get excited about software patches, though, so I... Say yeah. Me. So then, did you discard it like a wet towel, right in front of him? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I'm done with this. You can take it back. <laughs> you bought the uh, protection plan, right? Yeah. Oh, hope you kept your receipt. <laughs> uh, he didn't. So 
So uh, we sort of did it accidentally, but um, I was really happy that we had several things we talked about uh, last episode that that required linking to things on the internet, since that's sort of the original theme of the podcast, (laughs) was that we were going to, you know, have fun things to link across the internet. Man versus internet as opposed to man versus awkward conversation. Indeed, man versus man versus Skype. (laughs) Versus bad internet. Versus, yeah. But, uh, so yeah, do you have some do you I, have some things then? I do have some things. Sounds um, like a lead-in. Oh man, I I think uh, I think I can finally. I know you're a big Hulu fan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I've sort of been on the fence about Hulu because I mean oh, I like the concept, but I don't know. I don't like that you can't. I don't like that things expire for one thing. Yeah. yeah and unlike real TV, where they stay on there for thirty minutes. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like that. Um, it's just had a lot of trouble, you know, convincing me that this is that this is the uh, best possible way. I'd still prefer to have some sort of DVR that, um, you know, like own personal DVR that isn't owned by the cable company that doesn't crash all the time and delete all my episodes, that <laughs> sort of thing. Anyhow, uh, I'll tell you about uh, the thing that's convinced me that Hulu is something I should be loving. Uh, I. I love Japanese TV. Yep. And I heard about this show. They they have you know they have crazy shows. Uh, everybody you know, Japanese TV crazy shows. Right, right. Uh, there's this article uh, about how Japanese reality TV is so is uh, really popular, but how we're never going to be able to get it the same way in the U.S., which uh-huh. is largely because. Uh, uh, on Japanese reality TV, they don't—they don't have any. They're not afraid to completely humiliate the people on on TV. Like they don't really have to work. Like they do stuff that would just, you know, in, invite tons of lawsuits in America, sure. yeah. and could, we could never get away with. But they have things up there where they they just humiliate people and, and air it, and uh, and and you know, people eat it up. And so in right. 1998, there was this show. I remember reading about this, um, about this guy called Nasibi, who uh, the show was they invited a bunch of comedians to an audition without telling them what it was an audition for, and then they randomly picked one from the audition place and uh, told him he'd won, and blindfolded him. Put him in a put him in a van. This was like he had no prior, uh, you know, warning. Put him put him in a van. Drove him to this place. Locked him in a room. Uh, made <laughs> made him take off all his clothes. Left him locked in this room naked, and then explained that what what he had to do was uh, live off of like giveaways in magazines and on the radio. They gave him a big stack of postcards and a rack of current magazines. Yeah. This, this room just okay. has like a, a kitchen. It's not stocked at all. A bathroom, a kitchen, uh, and, and a little table and a big stack of postcards so that he could write to these giveaways in the magazines. And he, they had to, basically the show was to see if he could live off of just magazine giveaways for a year. And his goal was to raise, uh, to win a million yen worth of prizes in one year. And so they found him two months later smelling of Axe body spray and like trying to eat a fingernail. Uh, <laughs> no, I think he. I think he won it. I'm not sure. This was in 1998. 
Um, but anyway, I thought, oh, that's that's a funny idea for a show, and, and he's, you know. But uh, they have it on Hulu now. It's on Hulu. What? This show that no I way. never thought I would be able to see, what it's it on called? Hulu. Um, Tell me what it's called. It's, well, I guess the name of the show is Denpa Shonen. Nah, you don't Here, I'll send you the link. Um, but they only have five episodes up so far. But it's just crazy to watch. It sounds super, like, every time I explain it to someone, they say, oh, wow, that sounds extremely cruel. Because they just, you know, without any warning, locked him in this room and, you know, made him strip down naked <laughs> and explain to him that he has to live off of, you know, uh, his winnings, including food. Like, apparently he yeah. went, like, two weeks without food because that's how long it took him to win his first food prize. Wow, that is, yeah, that would never fly in uh, Yeah, exactly. In now, I don't know, Japanese shows are super overproduced, so they might have been giving him food on the side and just, you know, not telling us about it all the time. They might have warned him beforehand, they might have, you know, warned him yeah, that yeah. he needed to, uh, you know, if there's anything in his apartment he needs to take care of, you know, warn his family or whatever. <laughs> they might right. have just not told us about that. But f from what they show on the actual show, no, none of that. They just literally blindfold him, they kidnap him, essentially, and stick him in this room, <laughs> naked, and make him live, including food, uh, off of uh, whatever prizes he can win. And it take well, takes him like two weeks to get his first food item. <laughs> he's a professional comedian, is that what he does? He is, a, well, he's an amateur comedian. No, so he's used to living off of the yeah. free, free giveaways. <laughs> That's what they don't tell you. He already, he does this every day of his life. Yeah, but it's really interesting to watch because he sort of slowly degrades into madness, you know, <laughs> living alone in this room. So are they done filming? Like, could you go online and find the results of the show? Uh, probably. I mean, it was in 1998. 98, yeah. yeah. They've only got five episodes up so far, which Wait, what's takes this? him about, I think it goes about halfway through the year. In the well, they have, two, they have two seasons of it up, though. Do well, they? five episodes they have season one, one through five, and season two, one through five. Oh, Vesuvian I think that's Finocchio. a different show. Oh. I don't know. I haven't looked at that other thing. I think that's a different show. I think Nasubi is just this one thing. Because uh, after I watched all the five episodes they had up, and it sort of left it, it sort of just, you know, it only covered about half the year. Yeah. I think there's more episodes to come there. But it's well. crazy to watch because you kind of start pulling for this guy. Every time he wins something, he does a little victory dance, even though it's, even <laughs> if it's like you know a cosmetic kit or like a some you know some like a DVD or something he can't use at all. Well, so so just what he can win from from magazines? Yeah, magazines or, or like... the radio. Okay, I see. So he has a phone. He yeah. has a phone. Um, I don't know if he can call out though. He might just only be able to receive calls. They never really show him calling out. Hmm. They show him receiving some like wrong numbers though, which is kind of funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's really degrading because at one point he runs out of food and he and he winds up like eating dog food for a while because he wants oh. some dog food. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I've been watching it a while now, and so far he has not won any clothing, so he's been naked for months. <laughs> Okay, so I see. I see now why you like this. It's because he's a naked, naked Asian guy. guy. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it's. I'm not gonna say that it doesn't help. <laughs> no, yeah, but anyhow, uh, yeah, check that out. That is that is awesome. It's, well, it's pretty that, crazy to watch. 
So is this one one show amongst the hundreds of thousands, well, hundreds of entries on Hulu made you made you love Hulu? Yeah, just this one because this is something that I never thought I would be able to see, and it just blows my mind that it is now on Hulu. It's like how did they how did they decide to bring this show? Yeah, I mean I don't know. I guess it's, how did they pick it's out a combination of this, internet, you know, internet culture and this ten year old Japanese reality TV show. To subtitle and put on Hulu. Yep. Hulu's awesome. You should stop stop bad talking Flash so much. Like <laughs> yeah. I suppose you're not a good not a good audience to uh, commiserate with me <laughs> on that. No, probably in that respect. Pro- probably not. It's think about the internet before Flash. And then I remember how many, you know, non-Flash websites you went to. And they all Man, the internet before Flash was a long time ago, though. That was, you know, everything sucked back then. Yeah, well, and then Flash happened. <laughs> and now the internet and now You think the Flash is great. solely responsible for the uh, <laughs> the rise of, like, Web 2.0 and, and everything good about the internet? Yep. I think so. I think mm-hmm. that uh, without Flash, we would still be in AOL chat rooms keywording things. <laughs> Oh, AOL keywords. Actually, recently, and I can't remember what it was an advertisement for, but there's an ad for some product or site or something, and it said Google keyword. Google keyword, blah, blah, blah. Did they just mean put this in Google and we're the first result? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what they meant, but they, they're they going back to the keyword terminology as if, hmm. you know. That's interesting. That can be confusing. I guess it yeah. sounds better than Google search terms. Well, just say, you know, Google Saturday Night Live. You know, they've been doing uh they've been doing that Everybody sort of thing in in Japan anyway for a while in advertisements at least. Instead of putting in instead of in an advertisement showing their their like actual website address, they uh-huh. show a picture of a search box with the, you know, the name of the company or whatever typed into it. They figured out whatever is necessary to get them to come up as the number one result, and that's what they put in their ad, because it's huh. easier to remember than you know a URL. That's that's interesting. Yeah, isn't that you crazy? Because think... apparently more people just Google for a website nowadays, even if it's like an obvious .com name, more people right. will Google for it anyway. Yeah, that's probably true. Just because you know, who knows if you miss if you misspell something or mm-hmm. whatever, Google will tell you. Oh no, you you meant. Or if it's a you know a common name that you're worried might, you know not not be the exact wor- way they spell their dot com. Right. I've had, I've been bitten by that before. I tell you what, Dick's Sporting Goods, not <laughs> Dick's dot com, not Dick's dot com. Uh, <laughs> you have, did you actually do that? Yeah. Without <laughs> thinking, I'm like, oh, I'll just give. Oh, this is no. Oh no. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised that. <laughs> Surprised Dix didn't buy that one. Yeah, well, <laughs> I imagine it's it was bought up a long time ago. <laughs> You're right, Dix Dix dot com, uh, owned by Everyone Loves Porn. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the little tagline, I guess. Although surprisingly, the stuff on the homepage isn't as not safe for work as you would think. Like clearly, it's scantily clad people, but there's no actual nudity on their front page. Hmm. How classy of them. <laughs> they, re- they probably recognize that a lot of people are going to accidentally stumble upon there, and uh, and, they're very and might be offended. 
You know? Yeah, they don't want to. They don't want to. They don't want to offend any potential, potential after customers. work hour. Yeah, exactly. After work hour potential consumers. Mm-hmm. What What were you buying from Dix? The you were going online. Uh, I was actually just looking for their phone number. I was trying to buy a Christmas present and uh, wanted to know what time they opened, what their <laughs> hours were. In, couldn't find it at dicks.com, though? Yeah. No. Um, usually when I look for a phone number, I actually Google Maps search because I know if I find the business there, it comes up with the, little, the phone number like right in the little... Yeah, it doesn't always work that way, though. I think it's more reliable to go to an actual website for the company, you know, and then do the store locator, and then you get the local number. It could be more reliable, but it also means that is more work. Company, yeah. I click the website, I find the contact us or the locate locations, click that, possibly enter info there. I'm I like cutting corners. I just you know try the name of the place with my zip code and hope that it comes up on Google Maps. And if it does, then I just save myself a couple pages and a bunch of clicks. Well, and congratulations maybe. on your life hack. It must be very efficient for you. <laughs> It is. I can uh, spend that extra time on dicks.com. Ever since I got back from vacation, I can't sign in to Gmail and Firefox. That's weird. Very weird. I don't know what the deal... Like, cookies are enabled. It's nothing like that. Maybe you should try... Uh, did you try like clearing Firefox, clearing all the, clearing your cache and cookies and everything? No, but I have so many, so many history items stored in that Firefox toolbar. I like to be able to, to just type in something and it pops up the URL. Well, don't you have bookmarks? Yeah, some. I don't. I have. To, I use Delicious for a lot of my bookmarking. Really? Things. Yep. Hmm. I do. I could never get into Delicious. I don't know. I like to have my bookmarks local too, I guess. See, I'm all see, sounds like sounds to me like you're more you're more the here and now and I'm all about the cloud. Mm-hmm. I like having my all of my information about me and my life on the internet for anyone to I find would like the cloud time. a lot better if I could sync to and from the cloud more easily. I guess you can do that in Firefox. I don't know if you can really do that in Safari. You can in Firefox. Does Safari have Google Gears capability? I don't know if they have that yet or not. Because it does a lot of that. I have, I took all my notes at school, round two, in, in Google Notebook. You know, mm-hmm. I, the only thing I didn't do in Google Notebook or Google Docs is a resume. Because formatting anything for real printing purposes mm-hmm. is impossible. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. You really need Word for that. I don't know. I would like the cloud better if I could bring it down to ground level, I guess. But then it's yeah. not really a cloud. Then it's, then it's fog. Yeah, it's more of a fog. Then it's the point. mist. I'm waiting for it to become the mist. <laughs> it is the mist. It's the the isn't that a phrase for the internet? Is the mist? Oh, is that what the kids are calling it these days? The mist. I think so. Yep, it's the mist or the. I don't know. You know that doesn't the, have like inter or or nets or blah or any yeah, I, webs. I know. That's why it's the it's confusing. new new phrase because if it was the intermists or the mist webs. Or something like that. I th- well, I think intermists is tubes. acceptable too. Yeah, see, I, I would understand that. I don't know. But it's it's see now that mainstream culture has caught on to the the our various phrasings of of the internet. 
we we have to move past. Oh, you have to keep a step cliche. ahead, huh? Yeah, past the cliche, past the used, tired, intertubes, interwebs, internets. We got to move past that, and now we're onto the mist. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So we need to change our. Basically, what I'm saying is we need to change the title of our podcast to "Man vs. Mist." <laughs> That's yeah, I don't know about that, but then we'd have to change our our podcast every time that the lingo changes. Well, I mean, do you want to keep up or do you want to fall back into obsolescence? Um, I'm leaning towards falling back if it means I don't have to <laughs> update things as often. Okay, well, let's let's I change am our lazy. name. Let's just change our name back to Man vs. Carrier. We could call it. Uh, ooh, that's not bad. <laughs> Like Man versus whatever they're calling the internet these days. <laughs> Too long? No, that's good. Man versus Man versus uh, Prodigy. Prodigy. Oh. Hmm. Man versus uh, E. What was what was that uh, that service that Apple used to have? E something. I don't know. I'm only recently in with Apple. It took me a long time. Oh, okay. Oh gosh, what was that called? That's gonna bother me now. It's like E Village or something. E, I have no idea. It was sort of an online community thing a long time ago mm-hmm. in the days of dial-up. Oh, days of dial-up. Did you ever do the message boards back when those were popular? You mean like BBS things where you had to dial into them? No. Yeah, yeah, BBSs. Yeah. No. Nope. I only ever I, I only ever dialed up and then was like connected and would you know browse and check my email and stuff see i didn't that was before i had i didn't have email i didn't have browsing capabilities i did it on my parents were a little behind the behind the times when it came to technology Mm -hmm. and so my first computer i got was one they bought from a neighbor of ours it was an i it was an ibm 8086 the first computer to ever have a hard drive as far Mm -hmm. as i know and uh and that was right about the time 486s were out in windows 3.1 was available and widespread used maybe even 95 but uh, I was still rocking DOS playing pinball nice. and uh, dialing up with my extremely loud external modem to uh, <laughs> bulletin board systems in Omaha, Nebraska nice yeah it was a good time uh, that's another thing it's probably would have been a, a long distance number for me so that was out. No, I could never even true. use uh, AOL because we didn't have a local number for it. I would have had to <laughs> dial long distance to connect to AOL. Yeah, that's that's no it's good. pretty ghetto. It's internet in uh, rural Nebraska for you. <laughs> Isn't it still like that? I thought. Uh, it's gotten a little better. My parents are on a on sort of a wireless thing now. They have an antenna mm-hmm. on top of their house that points at um, an antenna in a town a few miles away, and uh, it's. <laughs> It's really slow. Actually, I think they're going to get uh, DSL because apparently DSL technology has improved to the point they can get it several miles wait, away wait, wait. now. It used to Back never up. used to be that they could never get DSL because we were way too far away from the, the base station or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they really have an antenna that points to another antenna for their internet uses just right now? Yeah, it's called like fixed wireless or something. It's, yeah. Oh, that sounds awful. I guess it works really well if you're... Um, Getting on a bulletin board system? Well, <laughs> no, it's, um, I don't know, they get like 512K or so. No, that's not bad, I guess. Yeah, it used to be faster, actually. They used to have an antenna in uh, in the town that they live near, which is about two miles away. 
That was pretty good, but they took that antenna down, so they had to point it at the next closest town, which is more like, I don't know, 10 miles away. And so it's significantly <laughs> this like, degraded. This is the internet equivalent of like paper cups with strings. <laughs> yeah, it's it, uh, it actually runs through telegraph. Huh. A, all the binary is transcoded to Morse code and then out at the other end. Uh, it seems like it'd be difficult to stream Hulu content with. Mm -hmm. You have to let it buffer for about two days. <laughs> just uh, just to watch the already... ad <laughs> at the beginning. <laughs> at that time, the show is already in the syndication on the WB. Or mm -hmm. It's literally faster to uh, buy the DVD and wait for it to be shipped. <laughs> Okay, new t new topic. Do you have one? You have uh, topic? sort of. I I have a I have want to rehash an old topic. Oh, okay. Because remember we talked about um, uh, the mail last yeah. week. Yeah. Uh, we we talked yeah. about ba basically how I thought uh, uh, postal, postal workers are workers dicks. Dick. Yeah. Made made that uh, unpopular statement. I do want. <laughs> is it unpopular? Did we get a lot of negative feedback? Well, on that? I, I thought I was getting negative feedback from you, probably because your your grandfather was a postal worker, apparently. Yeah. It's, yep. Very true. So nobody else listened to the podcast since last I asked. Basically. I don't think so. It boils down to you and me and and my girlfriend. I don't think even my sisters listened to it yet. <laughs> okay. So what? So have you, did you talk to your postal worker? Did anyway, you... no. But just today, I was sitting here at my computer, and I have a, you know uh, I have a window that faces the front of my apartment building here, and I saw my my mail carrier pull up in her little mail truck and bring the mail in, mm -hmm. and uh, I was thinking, oh, okay, I'll wait for her to finish, then I'll go down and get my mail. And so she came back, and then I see someone else in the parking lot run up to her and say something and then hand her what looks like an envelope and i'm pretty sure what just transpired was that she said oh hey can you take this outgoing item and the mail carrier said sure and took it and and so and what what was that she just took <laughs> outgoing mail i'm pretty sure i don't know what else it would have been unless she was giving my my postal worker um like a love note or something <laughs> or you know, I I don't know what else it could have been. I'm pretty sure someone just ran into the postal worker in the parking lot and said, "Here, can you take this outgoing mail?" And she did. Well, which leads me to you. wonder, why wouldn't she take it from my box? So I don't know what the deal is there. I just thought I'd bring that up though as like a little follow up. Yeah, that's that. interesting. So do you think that 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 your mail carrier like? has a policy against it, but is kind of like socially awkward and can't tell people no. And so the person ran out and was like, hey, and, and inside the mail carrier, let's call her uh, Lori. Mm -hmm. Lori's thinking to herself, ah, craps, that person's going to want me to take this outgoing mail. Maybe there is. Maybe there's a policy and she just, uh, she's a nice, actually a nice person and wants to help out. But this, since there's a policy against it, she won't take outgoing mail except under you know special circumstances. Like if you run it up to her personally, or if you just moved in and it's your first thing you're mailing. I Maybe see. that's the deal. 
Could be. Optimistically, Maybe. I would like to think that that's the deal and that she's not a dick. Well, do you, does she come, like, the same time every day? Every day, yep. You just got to start testing this theory. Oh, you think I should run out with something to mail every day? Or even just be waiting by the mailbox, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, with, an, you know, it could be... Just mail me stuff. I don't care. Like maybe I should try to time it so that uh, right when she arrives, <laughs> Casually, I can order. be like, oh, I just put some outgoing mail in my box for you. And then just <laughs> sit there and like watch her for to see if she takes it. I was thinking you would just hand it to her. but Well, I would start wanna... with that. Start with that. But clearly she's going to take it if it's handed to her. We have precedent there that she'll take mail that's handed to her. Right. I'm with you. So then, I think the next step is, will she take it out of the box if I make it socially awkward for her not to by informing her that it is in the box and standing there at the box while she, while she, you know, does or does not take it? It's kind of like house training a dog, basically, is what you're doing here. You're, you know. I don't know how that, does that involve mail? I've never house trained a dog. Well, it can. But step by step, you're getting the dog... You know, first, first, like, like in the movie, uh, Bruce Almighty, you know, the dog always pees on the couch. And so Bruce starts taking the couch cushion outside and the dog goes and pees on it outside. And then eventually he removes the couch cushion altogether and the dog pees with no couch cushion. And from then on out, the dog can pee outside. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's a step-by-step process. I'm going to yep. train my mail person to take my outgoing mail from my box. Yep, and then pee on her. Now open up your mind. Open up your mind.